Welcome to the Crescent Podcast. I'm Leanne. This podcast is an extension of my personal philosophy and commitment to continual growth in all areas of life. I firmly believe that optimal health comes from addressing all areas of us as human beings, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Through expert interviews, I hope to both inspire and enable you to create sustained change in your own life. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy. Well, September is here, you guys, but I am not ready to stop living in the land of summer just yet, even though everything around me is giving me cues that I need to move on to fall. <laughs> and I actually love fall. It's one of my favorite, favorite seasons. I It's like one of the few seasons I actually decorate for. I'm so excited for it, but I think especially being here in Southern California too, September tends to be one of our hottest months and we're actually in the middle of a heat wave right now. So it does not feel like fall in any way, shape or form, but I also just want like a few more hot sandy beach days, a little bit more of a tan, more cold salads and fresh smoothies, all the things that I crave during summer. But I am looking forward to probably in a month putting up all the leafy autumn fall decor. For anyone who's been following this Evox series since the beginning of the year, or if you've just tuned in recently and have started to listen to some of these, I think it, I've said it before, but I have grown so much personally this year. I have gotten to the root of so many subconscious limiting beliefs and a lot of patterns that I felt stuck in have been starting to shift or cleared completely. With that said, these last few weeks in particular, I have felt really, really stuck in this pattern of dissociation and just kind of numbing out and checking out from reality And I'm starting to see a trend in this, right? Like anything, there's a pattern once we start to dive into it more and more. And I just think this dissociation is the instinctual protective mechanism for me. Anytime I'm up-leveling into a new phase of life, starting a new project, doing something for the first time this dissociation hits me with like a renewed vigor. Like, oh no, this is unknown, this is scary. I need to protect myself. What is the default protective mechanism? Dissociate. Just numb out from reality, check out, and you're gonna get through this. And it's just been, it's been so aggravating. And honestly, over the majority of this year, it's felt like I haven't felt stuck. I've felt more and more and more freed and like I continue to move along my path. But these last few weeks, I've felt like I've been residing in that stuckness and that stagnancy and feeling or, or like I'm in a cage, like, ah, oh, I just can't get past this. And so sitting down to this week's Evox session, I thought, you know what, it's time to do another prolonged series on this topic of dissociation. The last few weeks of Evox have been more one-off sessions on a variety of different topics that have been coming up recently, and those have been incredibly helpful. But I sat down this week and I was like, okay, in a month, 
in two months, what do I want to be different in my life? What do I want to be free of in my life? And without a doubt, it was this pattern of just tuning out. And so I was like, that, that's what I need to do a prolonged series on, not just one Evox session. This thing keeps rearing its head. And especially recently, it's been rearing its head because I'm stepping into so many new things professionally and personally. And I think that's scary and it feels destabilizing and ultimately unsafe. And so this protective mechanism of dissociation is showing up so strongly. And I'm just realizing with this as the default mechanism to protect myself, no matter what I do in life, whatever feels unsafe or scary, this is going to show up. And so I need to get to the root of this because the reality is there are going to be things in my life that feel scary. Every time I'm pushing myself to step into something new, to go to another level, it's going to feel new. It's going to be unknown and it's going to be a little uncomfortable and unstable, really. And so trying to get to a place where you just always feel like you know everything that's going to happen just isn't reality. What I'd rather do is get to the root of this pattern of dissociation, figure out First of all, when did this start? What were some of the events that contributed to this? What am I afraid is going to happen with the unknown? And can I start to tell my subconscious a new story that, number one, the unknown isn't as scary as it feels. And also, number two, there are more ways to protect myself from that uncomfortableness, from that scariness other than just dissociation. There are much more expansive protective patterns that I can utilize. And so going into the Evox session, I I set up a multi-topic session, which I've talked about this before, but this is basically where, especially if it's a pattern that either you've lived with for many, many, many years, or it's a pattern that you've done some work around, but it is just not going away, or you've made some progress, but it's still sticking around, that's when we really need to spend some consistent time, some prolonged time addressing the root of this. And in general, I recommend to new clients that we work on any specific topic. We have anywhere from four to eight sessions on a specific topic to get to the root of it and really clear it out. I think that's just a good place to start. Although for some people it ends up being two sessions. It it might end up being three sessions that they're like, whoa, I'm good to go. And that's amazing. And that's one of the things I love about Evox is how quickly it can clear these things from our life and from our subconscious. And so with that said, I identified some potential roots or potential subtopics that could be contributing to this pattern of dissociation. And there's a variety of ones in here that I'm going to be covering over the course of the next few weeks. So one of them was, I already mentioned, I want to do an Evox session on this dissociation being my default protective mechanism. I want to do an Evox session on why does growth feel so scary and not fun and exciting and new. It, it really just feels so petrifying. So that will be an Evox session. Also, just being present is harder. Dissociating, checking out, numbing out is easier. It's harder 
to push that aside and really show up and be present. So I want to address some of that and why I continue to choose the easy path. The one that was today's session, which we'll be getting into, is the unknown is unsafe. This limiting belief in my subconscious that what is unknown is unsafe and I need to avoid that at all costs. And then a couple more. Number one, I want to do a session dedicated to focusing on what new protective patterns can I replace this old pattern with. And I'd like to do another Evox session on the roots to this pattern of dissociation. And I already know from previous Evox sessions that this dissociation is related to an early childhood trauma that my subconscious used the dissociation to survive that experience. And so it's going back into that a little bit and acknowledging what happened, continuing to process what happened so that I can let my subconscious know, yes, that thing happened and that was so horrible and terrifying, but I'm not in that place anymore. I'm never going to have to experience that again. So I can start to let go of some of this intense fear. And then the last one that I'd like to do an Evox session on is this struck me today that so much of my early childhood was and young adulthood was really forcing myself to do things I didn't want to do. For whatever reason, I think for me specifically, a lot of this had to do with religion and feeling like, oh, I have to do these things because I'm obligated to, because it's the right thing to do, because it's the respectful thing to do, even though many of those things maybe felt very uncomfortable, unaligned, and even inappropriate in some ways. But I forced myself to do them because I thought I needed to, or I should, or it's just the right thing to do. And so I've realized that I have this just aversion to doing anything I don't want to do because in the past, those things have been really uncomfortable and unaligned. And I think that's been holding me back in my present life because especially owning my own business and trying to build this Evox community, the Crescent community, of course there's going to be things that I'm not crazy excited about all the administrative part of running a business, you know, needing to try things that are scary, needing to be vulnerable and expose myself. That's scary. And I don't always want to do that. But in, I think really in my present life, many of the things I don't want to do, it's just because they're uncomfortable and they're new. It's not because they're truly unaligned or inappropriate or bad for me. It's just like, oh, you know, this is uncomfortable or man, this is hard. And that's why I don't want to do it. But ultimately, deep, deep down, I do want to do it. It's just, I'm I'm running into that initial block of, I don't want to do this. And I think I have such an aversion to being forced to do anything because I felt like I was so much through my childhood. And so that is certainly something that I want to dive into in an Evox session. But as I said, today's Evox session is on this topic of the unknown is unsafe. And I was starting to explore the subconscious roots of this belief because the belief was really clear to me. I can see so clearly that my subconscious is holding on to this belief that if it's unknown, it's unsafe, period. And not just unsafe, but like mortal danger, unsafe. Like if it's unknown, I could be in physical danger and I need to avoid that at all costs. 
In this session in particular, as I was getting started, the first couple rounds, I was having a lot of visceral feelings in my body, which I don't always have, although it is common in Evox that as we're processing some of these emotions, we can start to feel pain or tightness or mm, pressure in different areas of our body. And for me, so much of that was hitting, which again, it doesn't always come, or at least not to this extent. I was feeling this pressure on my chest, this pain. I also felt really sick to my stomach and almost overwhelmed, frightened, almost as if I actually was in danger. It was very, very visceral for me. And so I was starting to, the first couple rounds, I just sat with those feelings, just acknowledging, okay, I feel this way, not trying to understand it, just observing and also going, this is interesting. This is interesting what an intense response my body is having to this topic of the unknown is unsafe. And then by the third round, I started having these memories come up of me as a younger child and how shy I was. And it's funny because I've kind of forgotten about that. I I actually, I have memories of childhood, but not a lot and certainly not in any kind of um, chronological order, which is actually really common, especially with early childhood trauma. And so I had forgotten how shy I was as a child and I had a really specific memory come up. I think we were at a restaurant or something and my mom was, I can't quite remember if she was forcing me to go like place the order for us or it might have been that she was just like, can you go ask that attendant for some napkins or something? I mean, it was something so basic, not something that should have been scary or intimidating and perfectly within reason for her to ask me to do. But I remember being so utterly terrified by that. And I honestly think now that I'm now that I'm remembering it even more, I think it was something like, you know, can you go ask this gentleman for this thing, whatever it was, napkins, more ketchup, I don't know. And she was like, "I'll come with you, but you need to ask him." And I just remember like the image in my mind was like a dog when you're trying to drag your dog on a walk and he's just like kicking all his feet into the ground, stopping you from moving him forward. That is how I felt in my body in that moment of like no, this is so scary. This is so terrifying. I cannot even bring myself to do this thing. Again, very full body, visceral fear. fear. And it struck me how often I felt that way as a child. And I had completely forgotten about that. But in so many situations, I was absolutely terrified in my body. And that feeling of being petrified, of being like, frozen to the ground, not able to move, not able to think, not able to process is something that I felt quite a lot. And in situations that were really everyday, normal situations. And as I was sifting through the different memories of this, it struck me again, just how, especially as a younger child, that belief of it's, if it's unknown, it's unsafe, truly, truly dangerous and unsafe. That that was absolutely played out in this fear. And that, I believe, is why I responded to these situations like this. You want me to go talk to that person? No, I don't know them. It's scary. It's dangerous. It's unknown. No, 
you want me to try this new thing? No, it's unsafe, it's dangerous. I do think a lot of it had to do with interacting with strangers and unknown adults. And it makes a lot of sense knowing what had happened earlier in my life. And something that strikes me a lot as I'm doing this work is I don't think anyone would have known this about me because I was an incredibly high achiever, straight A student. I skipped two grades throughout junior high, um, you know, captain of the soccer team. I got recruited on scholarship to play university soccer. I had an academic scholarship, all these things. And even for me, I look back and go, how could I simultaneously be shrouded in such petrifying fear? And on the other hand, be externally to the outside person's view, such a successful, accomplished person. What struck me in this EVOC session specifically was that I think sports and academics were a place where I felt like I had control. And so I think the reason that I succeeded in them versus being debilitated by them was that in my world of fear and being petrified and fearing the unknown, academics and sports felt like something so within my control. I knew that if I did all my homework, I would get an A. I knew that if I trained hard in soccer, I would play well in the game and be a starter. And so that for me is the explanation behind that, that the sports were my safety. The sports and the academics gave me control and safety where in the rest of my life, it didn't feel like I had that at all. And even as I'm thinking about this right now, for me, I found the safety through the academics and the sports. And the reality is all of us are looking for safety, especially individuals who have experienced some type of trauma or abuse in their life, especially in early childhood, the subconscious is looking for safety. And so for me, I might have clung to sports and academics, but for someone else, maybe it could have been books. Maybe it could have been video games. Maybe it could have been a partner or a parent. And I think that's really profound to realize because I, you know, I think of different people in my family who had different things that from the outsider, it might've been like, oh, they're obsessed with this. But when we look at it from a different lens, from a lens of trauma or from a lens of the subconscious and safety and psychology, they clung to those things because it gave them a sense of control and safety. And when we look at it from that lens, then we can start to work backwards from that place and go, okay, but why? Why did they need safety so much that they had to cling to this thing so tightly? And it's not necessarily bad. I think me having sports and academics to support me was amazing. And it it had so many other benefits in my life. I got to go to university for free practically. And so it absolutely had benefits for me personally. I don't think it became like an obsessive, harmful thing, but I do know for many people, these things can become obsessive to the point that we're not engaging with the rest of our life. And so, but again, it's interesting if we look at it from that perspective, then we can start to take a much more intentional approach to it and also have a lot more grace with ourselves and with the people in our lives. If it's you, you can go, whoa, 
this thing I feel like I'm clinging to. And by the way, maybe it's food you're clinging to. Maybe it's, again, relationships. Maybe it's work. And consciously, you know you need to not (laughs) cling or obsess about this thing so much, but you can't. If it's you, you can start to give yourself more grace and be less less self-critical and go, maybe I'm clinging to this because it's giving me safety and control. And if so, why does my subconscious need that so desperately? But if it's someone else in your life that you're looking at and going, oh my gosh, they're just so obsessed. They're so stuck on this thing or in this thing, that can be a new lens for you to look at them with a little bit more compassion and empathy empathy, and hopefully be able to give them maybe some more intentional direction as well. Of course, without taking their life into your hands and being responsible for them, right? Because <laughs> we're not trying to do that either. So with all that said, part of the Evox session today, I went Again, I already know this dissociation stems from an early childhood trauma. And so I kind of went back to that situation in my mind's eye, not the exact moment, but just that time in my life. And I imagined I was just having a conversation with myself and saying, this time was unsafe. This period in your life was volatile. And the unknown was unsafe. And especially being an infant and being a young child totally dependent on volatile caretakers, I could absolutely see how that young child could feel like their physical well-being, their life was in danger, being in such a volatile situation. And so I just started to say to myself, you are not in that situation anymore. But subconsciously, it has felt like I am. And so reiterating that message, you're not in that anymore and you're never going to be in that again. You might come across volatile people in your life, but you're not going to be dependent on them. You are fully autonomous now. And so if you, you know, whatever, end up in a meeting with someone who's volatile or for whatever reason are coming across people like that who are dangerous or volatile or abusive in some way, you have full autonomy to end the meeting, end the discussion, and even end the relationship if you need to. And so reiterating that message to myself that I'm no longer there. And then I was asking myself, what would it feel like to not feel completely shrouded in this fear Every time I'm trying to step into something new, right? Whether it's a new business thing, whether it's a new friendship, whether it's a new personal activity, whatever it is, whenever I'm stepping into something new and unknown, I find myself shrouded in this intense, petrifying fear. And I realize, like, I I don't even know what it could feel like to not live in that every single day, anytime I'm trying to do something new. And so I was just, I was really trying to see, could I even imagine, could I feel what it would be like to not live in that place? Could I imagine what it would feel like to go through my day, to go into new business ventures, to go into new things, feeling excited about them? 
feeling joyful about them, feeling light about it. Like, oh, this new thing is coming up. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. How exciting. Like that, imagining feeling like that felt completely foreign. I could not, I couldn't connect with that. It didn't resonate with me at all. I was just like, that is some bizarre alternate reality that I will never be a part of. And I was stuck on this for a few rounds, which was very informative for me because usually when I'm in an evox session and I'm trying to go like, oh, what would something different feel like? I can usually step into a new way of existing, a new way of thinking and feeling pretty easily. But this one was stuck and I could feel it because in my mind's eye, I just could not imagine feeling that way. And then I had some very clear imagery coming up in my mind's eye, which again, if you're a longtime listener of this Evox series, you'll know that very often things get very visual for me in an Evox session. And so the imagery that was coming up in my mind's eye was as if my whole life, it's like I'm going, I'm walking through this dark tunnel and there's like spider webs on the walls and it's pitch black. I can't see what's in front of me. And every single step I take, I'm so petrified and afraid that I'm gonna, you know, step into something grotesque and disgusting and terrifying. And every single step forward, I have to fight and beat down that fear clear out that petrifying feeling just to take a single step. And then I take that step and I go, okay, nothing bad happened this time. Nothing scary happened. I didn't step into a big spider web. A big grotesque monster didn't come to get me. Okay. Okay. I'm good. Let me like stand here for a second. Okay. I've got to take another step forward. I can't go backward. Like there's no way out of this tunnel except to go forward. I have to take another step. And it's just like every fiber of my being is telling me to run away, to stop, to not go forward. Something dangerous is going to happen. Something horrible is going to happen if I take that next step. And then just like, like fighting through that petrification, taking that step. And then it's like, oh, okay, okay. Nothing bad happened. All right. I can maybe take another step. And like, that is the truest metaphor (laughs) For how my whole life has felt anytime I'm going into something new. And even as I sit here and explain that, it's like, what a shitty, shitty feeling to have to face on such a regular basis. What a horrible thing to have to overcome. And I think, honestly, it's just been my reality for my whole life that I've never known different, right? I don't know what it feels like to just be like, Woohoo! This new thing is coming. I'm so excited. Let's go for it. And so I don't know anything different. So, so I've maybe even numbed out to just how horrible it is. <laughs> and this is when I, this is one of the things I love about metaphors and visual imagery that comes up in the mind's eye, because it puts our feelings into something so much more tangible that we can relate to. And so thinking of that imagery and a feeling that way every, maybe not every single day, but anytime I'm in a phase of growth, anytime I'm in a phase of doing something new, that is how I feel. And again, especially since launching this business a year and a half ago, 
I have been feeling that way so much, right? Because there is so much that is new. So many things that are new. And I feel like I'm coming into a phase where it's like a huge, huge learning curve, a huge phase of growth. And so week after week, month after month is going to be something new every time as I continue to try and reach new levels. And so (laughs) that is how I felt, honestly, probably for a year and a half now. Like I'm in that dark tunnel and I'm just trying to get myself to fight the fear, to fight that petrifying, frozen feeling to take the next step. And then I'll take that next step and, and I'll go, oh, this oh, nothing bad happened. And oh, this is kind of nice. Something beautiful is happening. But then I've got to like gear up all the energy and the courage again to face the next wave of fear and panic to take the next step. And oh, it's been exhausting, you guys. (laughs) It really is so exhausting now that I sit with it and tune into that. And so again, I was trying to imagine feeling a different way about stepping into the unknown, feeling a different way about doing new things. I was really trying to imagine feeling excited, feeling courageous and not terrified about doing something new. And again, that felt so foreign to me. I just couldn't even imagine feeling that way. And I sat there, I probably did about three rounds trying to imagine feeling light and joyful about this. And and then on the final round, I was like, Leanne, this is ridiculous. Like what, look at your life. Look at your life over the last, let's say 15 years. Has anything in your life over the most recent years in your, you know, your young adult life actually been as horrible and terrifying as this dark, dark tunnel that you feel like you're in? And that's when I was like, Oh my God, no. Yes, there's been hurts and heartbreaks and pain along the way. But outside of that early childhood environment and trauma, nothing has been as horrible as that. And in fact, there have been so many amazing, beautiful things. And that, that I think was a really big epiphany where something shifted in my mind of like, here I am feeling like I'm in this dark, horrible, scary tunnel and maybe for a maybe for a small period of my life I truly was but I left that tunnel and I wasn't in it anymore and yet my subconscious has been continuing to feel like I am still in that horrifying place and I think just being able to finally connect the conscious and the subconscious on this topic of going look look at the last x number of years of your life Even the scary things that you've done and overcome have not been anything remotely close to this horrifying reality that you feel like you're living in. And it was after that round that I had the releasing pattern. And I certainly felt that. I certainly felt something click and shift in my mind's eye of, oh my God, no. Yes, yes, trying new things is scary and trying new things will probably always be a little scary, But they don't have to be this horrifying thing because what's waiting on the other end of this unknown is not going to be something horrifying and terrifying and dangerous like it maybe was in my early childhood. 
So this was a little bit of a heavier evox for me and maybe even for you as you're listening to this. As I said, I'm excited to be spending the next few weeks on this topic of dissociation. I'm just so ready. I'm so ready to really believe wholeheartedly with my body, mind, and spirit that I am not in that dark tunnel, that I can face new things without needing to fear some horrible fallout some horrible, dangerous outcome on the other end, and also without needing to protect myself with this dissociation that can feel so debilitating. So I'm excited. I It sounds so silly, but I think the more you do emotional work like this, the less and less afraid of it you are and the more excited you are to just dive into it because you know that what is awaiting you on the other end of it is so much more peace and joy and alignment and being able to step into all the things you're dreaming that you can step into. And so that's, I know that's how it's going to be at the end of this, but I need to really buckle in and focus on this for the next couple of weeks to get out, you know, to clear out all the roots of this that are lingering in my subconscious. So Thank you, everyone, as always, for tuning in. Stay tuned for next week because I have some something really, really exciting that I have been sitting on and working on for the last couple of months, and I am ecstatic to announce. So stay tuned for that, and happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day weekend, everyone. If you're already in the fall groove, get your pumpkin spice latte. I'm not going to judge you. I'll join you in a month or two. And just have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Until next week.